Greetings, brothers and sisters in Christ, and welcome to the Innocence Redeemed podcast. This was kind of an unplanned podcast, although it was time to get one out for this week. Um, I'm working on something else, but in the meantime, I felt it was necessary to get on and do a refresher because there seems to be a lot of confusion as to the current season and the waiting on God and what we need to be doing going forward. And I'm noticing that overall, a lot of Christians are absorbed into the election for 2024. You know, you see that all ramping up and that seems to be taking attention away. And there's a lot of distractions going on. There's a lot of deceit going on. There's a lot of things that are taking our focus away from the Lord. And this is what I was talking about on the last podcast. So this isn't really going to be a teaching today. I'm more or less going to be speaking um, to what we need to be doing right now. Back in July of 2021, I received a word, and I want to go over that because it's been a while since I've shared it. It was called an unconventional refinement or an unconventional refining. And before I read this, I want to just preface that before I got this word, I was feeling like a grief in spirit, like a sadness, almost like a birth pain, if you will, if you could call it that, like that something was near. And that there was an urgency to it. And in the word that I received, the Lord told me, The sadness you feel is indeed of me. It is great sadness for those who have refused my calling. You must tell my people that I desire they turn from their idols and wickedness, for I desire to show mercy unto them. They must call on me. Those who refuse my calling will face an unconventional refining in the season you have entered. It is not my will any should suffer, but this is their choice. My people, you must choose who you will serve, for there will be recompense for rebellion. And this is what I was talking about in the last podcast when we're going through trials, where our faith is being stretched, how we don't want to be turning back to sin. Another thing that God is doing right now is he's calling his people in. He's separating people. He's isolating them. He's bringing them into a higher relationship with him. He wants us to be where he wants us to be with him, holy like him. He wants us to put away any sins. He wants us to put away our concerns with all these worldly things. If there's a distraction, that distraction needs to be removed. If there's a sin, you need to repent and draw in and be in remission of that sin. Do not take part in it. And I want to be clear, guys, I don't know what season specifically he was referring to when he gave me that word. He said in the season to come or the season we're going into. That could be a now word. And it likely is a now word. Because if you've been paying attention, you can see where the state of things are at. You know, we don't want to be under the false pretense that everything is fine. And that they're going to get better. Because even if things got better, I would still be highly vigilant. Just because we see the ways in which Satan has lied to us. We saw that in 2020. We saw it in 2021. And now is not the time to be lulled into a false sense of security so as to go back to sleep. But I seem to be noticing this. Like it's 2016 replaying all over again, where people are being rocked back to sleep thinking, oh, there's a hope. We're going to put an end to the way things are. And it's like, you're not going to put an end to it 
because God's ordained this time. We're living in the last days, guys. And the deception is having a false sense of security and not remaining on guard, not remaining vigilant. And this is causing concern and alarm in my spirit, as I feel like we're seeing it all over again. Over the last year, there's been several of you who have reached out to me. And I've talked to some of you behind the scenes. And it's like, well, I want to do what God wants, but I want to go get this job, or I want to go here, or I want to go there, or I want to run around and dash into the fray and stop the smell of the roses along the way. And it's like, this is coming to a crescendo. 2024 is going to be a year of waking people up, shaking awake their spirits, drawing us near to the Lord. It's not a year where we're going to be just doing whatever and everything's going to go on like the song that never ends. And my concern here is that as we go further on, and we're almost now to the end of January, that we're focusing on things that soon are not going to matter. You know, some people will say, well, you can't live in fear. You know, you got to live your life and so on and so forth. And you're right. You do. However, are you living for the Lord? And there's rumors of this disease X and there's this new variant that people have been talking about. And I found it interesting lately. I was reading this uh, news article about this and they were saying that there was going to be uh, episodes of heart failure. Now, this is quite interesting considering that the that they were giving was known to be causing cardiac episodes within people. So you might recall about a year, maybe a little over a year ago, I said that that would be happening and that they would blame it on a new variant. And that's where we are. Another thing that's going on is many of you might be aware of the economic things going on. This isn't just happening in the United States. This is happening in other countries, particularly Europe, Australia, England, places like that, where inflation is hitting an all-time high. And, you know, it doesn't matter what excuse they give for it, you know, whether it's the excuse of the supply shortages, COVID, whatever, you know, it's on energy, it's on food, it's on cost of living, it's everything. Why? Because it's a planned takedown. It's a planned takedown so they can reset everything. You know, when we were all under house arrest, infamously back in 2020, as you all remember, there was a reason that you kept hearing the term Great Reset. The Great Reset. Why? Because it's all part of the UN agenda. And it's worldwide. Just like the beast will reign over the earth, so the system is being put in place first. And to do that, they have to take down the old way of things. And I was just seeing something yesterday where Ford and GM, for example, are laying off something ridiculous like 1,000 to 5,000 people because they invested in all these electric vehicles and people aren't buying them. In fact, there was videos coming out when this freeze happened recently. People couldn't even start. They couldn't even charge or start or operate their vehicles. And this is highlighting the reason of how people have been deceived into all this Gaia religion and climate agenda and all this. And this is part of the way they're decimating the economy is with the auto sector. That's one of the biggest sectors in the U.S. aside from energy and the housing market. And they're decimating both. 
2008, they did that with the subprime mortgages. You know, it's this system of offering endless credit so as to put people into debt and then take it away and then come back and say, oh my gosh, we have to declare bankruptcy. We're too big to fail, blah, 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 blah. Please bail us out. And the people will go along and say, yes, yes, that's what we have to do to get things in line. But that's exactly what they want because then they can bankrupt and consolidate everything. That's what's happening. They want you more dependent on them. So there's a reason the cost of living is high. There's a reason you can't go buy a Ford F-150, for example, and it's like seventy to $100,000. When do you ever remember things being like this? You can't because they never were. God is using these things to awaken his people to the times we live. You know, he's allowing the leaders we have. He's allowing these things with the economy to go downhill. Because as long as things are well, people are going to continue to cling to their politicians, their celebrities, and whatever else they deem to be more important. I'm just telling it like it is. God did not want it this way. We chose the wickedness by straying from the Lord's ways. You know, we put our faith in politicians, in man, rather than the living God. There is more faith in 90% of Christians in Donald J. Trump than there is in Jesus. And that's the reality most do not want to hear, although it's the truth. You might say, well, he's not, a, I don't look to him more than I look to, I don't look to Donald Trump more than I look to God. And it's like, well, what you say and what you do, though, are two totally separate things. And so these things are being allowed so as to shake awake the church in this late hour. And the answer is not going to be more freedom. Don't think that they're going to allow this to play out the way you think they are. They have in their cards a plan to repress people. That is their plan. It's in the word. This is all a system of the Antichrist being set into motion right now. It's been just being done behind the scenes quietly for a number of years. What you're seeing is playing out. Everything that's happening is happening for a reason. It's Bible prophecy. What we need to be doing is stripping out the idols. We need to stop looking for everybody else to give us the answer or the solution. God wants us to be more reliant on him than on ourselves. And that will be pertinent due to the times we're heading into. What we have gotten out of the habit of doing is surrendering our lives to him in all ways. You might want that job, or you might be in a position where you don't have one. But what if God is teaching you how to rely on him so as to be your provision? You know, if these companies keep shuttering jobs, if they keep raising the prices of all these vehicles and people can't buy them, if the economy is not moving the way it used to, it's not going to survive. You have to separate what's happening in the world and see that you're being separated from the world for a reason. You know, we can either do it ourselves or we're only prolonging the inevitable. You know, back in May of 2021, I did an episode called The Wisdom of Letting Go. And in that podcast, what I was talking about was how, yes, it's sad letting go because this is what you're used to. 
but you have to do it. You have to let go so as to let God prepare you. In other words, it's surrendering it all to him and trusting the Lord with all of it, every aspect of our lives. Because later down the road, and very soon as a matter of fact, the Lord is going to be our only way. How are you going to survive in a system where Christians are not allowed to take part in commerce, buy and sell? I mean, these are real questions, guys, we need to ask ourselves. This isn't a game or a joke. I'm not trying to be mean by putting this out today. If you keep holding on to the world, that's almost like holding on to your life. If you hold on to your life, you're going to lose it. But those who lose their lives for my name's sake will gain it. We're having to strip off these weights, guys. We're having to strip them off. And God is drawing his people in right now. He's drawing us in. And he's refining out the areas that need work in our lives, whether it's increasing our faith for the times to come or he's refining out that which is unpleasing. If we're chasing everything else, then what is that showing us where our heart is with the Lord? Because then what's going to happen? You're going to go get another job and you're going to be still dependent on the paycheck system. What happens when the economy collapses? And then they say, okay, we're going to reset everything. Um, You just need to take this little mark and all will be well. You don't want to be dependent on man to be your provision when this all goes down. You have to seek God and you have to be calling to him. He, he is teaching you. If you're in a position of being in a wilderness, he is teaching you how to rely solely on him for everything you need. And yet many are still not understanding that. It's like, well, yes, I believe and I'm going to do what God wants, but yet I want to go do what I want to go do. And you might remember I talked about God's way or the way of pride. That was at the end of 2022. And in this dream, what I was seeing was that I was in a truck and I was trying to navigate over these tracks. There wasn't a normal railroad crossing, but there was a speeding train coming. And there was something about this train, like that once it came, it was a dividing line. And then there were those who were too afraid to cross over, like, I don't know, I'm not going to make it. And they stayed behind. They went their own way, or they chose to. It's almost as if the cars that stayed behind were representative of people who were wanting to trust their own way rather than follow the ways of the Lord going forward. You know, we can't continue to go chasing the way we want to go and thinking that's the best way. You know, Proverbs 14, 12, there is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way to death. Now, before anybody says that that's taken out of context, if you look at Proverbs 14.12 on BibleHub.com. It cross-references with Proverbs 12.15, which says, The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to counsel. You know, if you're not drawing in, if you're not seeking God for what your needs are or direction as to where he wants you to go, And you keep going after what you want, even as you're being shown and constantly slapped in the face with the reality of the truth. How are you going to be ready when these events come? It might be in God's will to move you. Maybe you just need to wait on him. You know, you might go get that job you want and it may not work out the way you think it's going to. Let me tell you guys something. You know, I was in the insurance industry for 11 years, all right, before I came to ministry. And After I did that, 
I was out of work for a year and a half. And during that time, I had no income. I was solely reliant on my family, and I just had just enough to get through. I had to have applied about for, I don't know, 100 jobs during that time, and I couldn't find one. I, I think I landed two interviews by video conference, and they was like, oh, yeah, everything's good. We're going to get back to you. They never got back to me. I couldn't even get a job at a bakery part-time. I mean, that's how hard it was, and why should they hire me? When I had 10 years in the insurance industry, how is a normal grocery market going to hire you to work for them? Because the way they look at it, you're only going to stay as long as you need to, and then you're going to go find something else anyway. But before that, I worked a temp job, and when I went to that temp job, I was there for three months. And not only did I have to do the job of three people, it was downright miserable the entire time I was there. So one day, it was like three, four in the morning, and I was getting ready to go to work. I'd started the car, got ready. And uh, I don't know why, but I just, I shut the car off. And I closed the garage door. And I decided I wasn't going back. I didn't know exactly what was going on at the time. But it was during that time that the Lord shook awake my spirit and was calling me. And during that time in that wilderness that went on for a year and a half, I had to learn how to double down on my prayer, confess my sins, spend time in God's word, and rely on him to be my provider. He was separating me. He was separating me from the world. He did not want me on the paycheck system anymore because he had a bigger plan for me, a greater plan. And with many of you, he's doing that. But if you keep running the other way, it's like that train. It's going back to that dream of the train. It's like you're wanting to go your way. Because it seems like the right way, but yet it's not. What you need to do is surrender these things to God. We need to be surrendering these things. We cannot be going our own way in what comes. The Lord wants us to be ready for the times ahead. And he is putting us through everything that we're going through right now to strengthen us, to refine us, and get us ready for the times ahead. Because they are not going to be easy. In those days, people aren't going to be making no Instagram posts. They ain't going to be going on TikTok making their little videos. We're going to be at the mercy of God for the time we're here. And we have a job to do to lead lost souls in. You know, people say, oh, I can't do this. Oh, I don't know if I could do that. It's like, well, here's the thing. Everyone has a part. Everyone is a part of the same body, and they have a part to play in the times that come. It's your choice what you're going to submit to, and are you going to submit now, or do you want to go through the unconventional refining later on? That was the word I read at the beginning. You can submit now, or in the seasons to come, it's going to be much, much harder. You know, I want to say one other thing where it comes to the election. There was an interview. I want to say it was on, uh, it was a week or two ago now. Fox News did uh, like an in-studio audience and Donald Trump was there answering questions. And he even said himself, the economy is pretty much to the point of no return. So many are having this hope or this preconceived notion that He's going to come in and everything is going to be okay. But he said himself, it's pretty much to the point of no return. 
He even said himself, he may not even be able to do anything with it. So that shows the reality, guys, of where it's at. Personally, guys, I don't see why you would even want to look to an election. Yes, the country's in trouble, but it's in trouble because God has given it over to its sin and its wickedness. And you have to remember, if these people who are in control, who the Lord has allowed to be in control, so that scripture may be fulfilled, so that his prophecy may be fulfilled, how do you think that things are just suddenly going to get better and be fixed? Look at what's happening over in the Middle East. You know, rumors of an economic collapse, rumors of this next new disease that's coming. Increased earthquakes, increased shaking, shaking in our personal lives. Everything is being shaken. And it is not time to be in the world playing. You know, you've heard when I've had many rounds on, he'll tell you, you know, get down with the Lord. It's time to get down with him. Get down with him. Pray. Seek him. Seek him while he may be found. Seek him before these things hit so he can give you the wisdom as to where you need to be. You don't want to be where everybody else is. Because sadly, there's going to be many people who are going to be fooled to think that everything is going to go back to normal. Did they not show you during COVID that things were not going back to normal? No, what do you always hear? Every time there's a crisis, what happens? Oh, we have to do this for your safety. We have to do this for your own good. That's the ways of the world. But God has a better way. God has a better way. And if he's calling you in, if you're isolated, if you're in a certain situation right now where you feel like nothing's going anywhere, that's usually an indication that the Lord's trying to get your attention. And to do that, he puts things on hold. There's sin there that may be unrepented from. Could be that there may not be sin, but he just wants you to draw more in and stop spending so much time on everything else. And, you know, we also have to remember Ezekiel 3.20. If righteous people turn away from their righteous behavior and ignore the obstacles I put in their way, they will die. And if you do not warn them, they will die in their sins. None of their righteous acts will be remembered, and I will hold you responsible for their deaths. This was when the Lord was calling Ezekiel to be a watchman for Israel. But it's the same thing now. You know, it goes hand in hand with that verse that I spoke from Proverbs earlier. There is a path before each person that seems right, but it ends in death. So you might think that you're going the right way, but it may be a way that the Lord doesn't want you to go in. And what he wants you to do is draw in and be near to him. And that's where we are right now, guys. That's where we are. And I wanted to do this really quick just to get on and warn everybody about that. And I know that this is not, you know, a well-polished podcast. I really didn't pull any verses before getting on, but just words of wisdom to share, because that's where we are. We're at a crossroads. Which way are we going to choose? And that's all I have for you guys. Just something to ponder and think about, something to reflect on. May Jesus bless you. Thank you for listening. And until next time. Seek out God, seek the Lord, and what he wants you to do. Remember too, Proverbs 16.3, Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. And if you're in a time where you're going through distress, 
It's a wake-up call. Because that's what's going to be happening more and more. It was already starting last year. It's going to be even more so this year. But even if you have just a mustard seed of faith, just a mustard seed, remember what Jesus said about that. That has the potential to sprout, but you have to nurse it. You have to water it. And that's all I have for you. New podcast soon, guys.